Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many of your ideas as we like, but only one can be taken through to the next stage where the screenplay will be taken on by Martin Scorsese, who will adapt it into his first all-action, mega-budget popcorn movie. I'm Joel, a man who puts the top in Mum, Dad, Stop Fighting, We Can Like Both of Your Films. And across from (laughs) me is John Harris, a man who in a show of defiance against small budget indie films has had Mickey Mouse ears tattooed on his left cheek. Hello, John. Yeah, I just thought the cheek is the the window of the soul, I think is what they say. Yeah. It, big Which time, cheek? Time. Which cheek, both? It, yeah, you've had the mouse ears on your left cheek. You're leaving the right cheek open for, I don't know. Oh, no, I mean face cheek or bum cheek. Oh, I didn't specify, did I? I was thinking face cheek because no one yeah. would know. It's, a, it's not really an act of defiance because you don't really walk around with your bum out that much. Also, I think if someone said cheek and then another person assumed they meant bum cheek, I'd question their sort of mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turn so, yeah. your cheek and he like, gets his bum out. That big rouse bubbled up again this week, John. Oh, yeah, whatever. Just yeah, what goes on all the time, doesn't it? And then I everyone's really... like, Simu Liu said something and then everyone really hates Simu Liu for, yeah. for sort of saying some stuff. And I think it's all right. Don't worry, lads. Yeah, no one should worry about it. People like said like, I saw someone saying like, oh, it's like... If every restaurant was McDonald's and then people mentioned that and then other people got upset. But I think the McDonald's analogue is quite good. But it's like saying people getting upset with McDonald's despite the fact posh restaurants also exist. Do you know what I mean? That's that's yeah. where I see it. Anyway. Yeah, I think that's fair. Hey, let's pitch some fake movies, not talk real. People don't come here for real movie news. No, they go to a good podcast for that. Yeah. Have you got a film for me, John? This one comes from Nathan Barbarian. A young woman named Barb discovers her rental house is already occupied by Aryans. Against her better judgment, she stays the night. She must have, she must have been stuck, really stuck, if she f- saw a bunch of Ary- Aryans. I assume in this context, we're saying like Nazis, right? No one uses the the phrase Aryan to describe people unless they're Nazis, right? Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking. I've never really. No one does say it. I Do googled they? Aryans to see, and it definitely most of the results are like this is Nazi, Nazi boy stuff. Yeah, the um, Aryan race. She soon discovers there's a lot more to fear than just Aryans in the house. Hitler? Oh. So, she, so 
Is, is Bob going to have to side with the Aryans to fight the evil in the house? Oh, wait. I don't, I don't know like if I that. like that. I don't like no. that at all. It's a bit Green Room. I've not seen Green Room, but I, I, pre, I know the plot is like, it's about punk band that get stuck in a bar that's full of uh, like fascists, like skinhead right. Nazi types. Patrick Stewart's in it. And apparently it's very tense and scary. So I feel like it's got that vibes. No, I don't think she has to. I, I, I think Barb... She takes on all, all of it. Barb takes them on all of them. She deals uh, with the Aryans and the other evil in the house. Come I on, think the other evil should be linked to the Aryans. I think the Aryans are doing some sort of seance or something to bring Hitler to reincarnation. Hitler, yeah. Yeah, those bastards. Because he was, he was pretty, Hitler was pretty into the paranormal, right? Wasn't he? Oh, I'm not sure. He tried he like, a bit of everything, didn't he? He was, I think he was quite into like dark magic. <laughs> Am I making that up? I think he. I think they tried some pretty wild experiments. I don't know. For the sake for the sake of this movie's canon, we might as well claim that's part of it. That Wait, let, there was a Ouija board in his bunker. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I think that's that's good. I think, and then she takes on all the the thing. There there could be some fun to be had if you genuinely did somehow sort of bring Hitler back to life. It's it's a bit like there's a Family Guy sketch where Jesus comes back and they're just like, okay, like how mm. do you prove? It's Hitler. Do you know what That's I mean? A good point. Just, you'd just be like, yeah, there's a guy there. Okay, we're going to move on with our lives. I read a book about this. There's a German book about Hitler coming back to life. And it's kind of that the first half is that vibe. It's just like him trying to convince people he is Hitler. And everyone's like, yeah, right. Because you'd, you'd just be some, you just think he was some lunatic. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway. But I, I think for the sake of this movie, he comes, he's some sort of demonic version of Hitler. Yeah. He's very scary from the start. Barb takes him takes him down and all the Nazis die and we all And as she leaves you watch her leave a pretty a pretty scathing review on Airbnb. <laughs> Three stars. Which <laughs> would not recommend. But the bathroom was nice. Yeah. The bathroom was nice. And there were fresh towels, which is good. How about this one from Mike? Les Miserables. Uh what did you think of my French pronunciation there, John? Wonderful. Uh, it's the biopic of Les Dennis detailing his many regrets in life. That's kind of, that's depressing. I isn't don't it, know. Isn't it funnier if Les Dennis is just in Les Miserables? Les Mis. Yes, I think that's probably better. Les Mis. One man show. One man Edinburgh, show. 2024. Oh, the big comeback tour, Les Miserables. He does every single part. He sings, he smashes out the songs. What are the big songs from, is One Day More Les Mis? Yeah, I think so. There's one day more, there's I dreamed a dream of days gone by. Ah, yeah, that's pretty good lame is knowledge. I, I don't reckon you've got a third one in you. No, I do not have a third one in me. They sing the whole thing. It's one of those ones. It's like a proper oh. musical where there's not a word uttered in spoken. I think style. a mate of mine's mum went to see lame is with a friend at the matinee. They went and had lunch afterwards and both agreed it was the best thing they'd ever seen. And then they went and watched it again. Whoa. But it's like four hours, like so long. There's so few things. A, du- a double lame is day. I don't think that's pretty tough, isn't it? Like I would, yeah. there's, book, there's books I've read in my life that I've absolutely loved. And I'm, you know, 10, 15 years on from having read them and I don't feel ready to read them again. The idea that I could just go and have, you know, Pizza Express <laughs> and then crap back on. I don't know. Yeah, is, there I, any, is there anything, what's the shortest time you've like, seen a movie re- maybe when I was a teenager I was watching stuff like Shaun of the Dead over and over again so maybe that's so I'm lucky enough to have in my life have had a couple of friends who are in a position to get uh, early screenings of the Marvel movies mm-hmm. 
And then if a family member would also want to go see it, then I would go watch it. So that that's probably it. For but but it isn't because I'm like I need to see this again right now. It's more because I'm like I want to you know I want to go cinema with my family and they want to see it. The the only time I ever remember thinking immediately after like I love music. I love going to gigs. I love. I like going to musicals. I like seeing mm-hmm. shows and stuff. The only time I ever remember that if someone came on stage at the end and went, we're going to do it all again, and I would have stayed, was when I saw Tenacious D at the Hammersmith Apollo. <laughs> I just had so much fun. I remember thinking, yeah, if yeah. Jack Black walks out on stage right now and goes, we're going to start again, I would be right back there in the yeah, front. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, oh, I don't, nice. I, I, that's pretty intense. Right. If I... No, oh, wait, I haven't moved on from this yet, John. Sorry. If I saw Les Mis at the matinee... <laughs> yeah. And I'd watched, I'd taken in the entire production for the second viewing, much like the failed experiment of player cam on Sky Sports for the Premier League football. I would fixate on one person in the cast. Oh, and I, I, like I would that. watch their every move, and that, not not a lead, like a background character that sings in the chorus. I would watch everything they did for the three and a half hours, give myself a slightly different experience. And then you'd follow them on all social medias, and then you'd go to their house, and then yeah. you'd. Pretty normal Just, stuff. I'd also try a different flavour ice cream at the interval. Oh. Do you think do you think a true psychopath, this is no comment on my friend's mum, is somebody that goes to watch Les Mis at the matinee and has, I don't know, the vanilla ice cream at the interval, and then they go and watch it in the evening and they go back down to the woman with the tray and they order the same tub of ice cream when there's maybe four or five flavours on offer. Oh. I'm not sure that makes him a psychopath. It, it's tough. You know, oh, it's tough though, because what if they really enjoyed the ice cream and then there's a risk that you might not enjoy the other flavour as much? Well, exactly. That's the thing. There's lots of like... Oh, I've confused myself now, John. There's there's plenty of restaurants and stuff where I sort you of get go the same for thing. the safe bet because yeah. I'm like, I, I have a median level of enjoyment I know I will get out of this. And there is mm. a risk that I could enjoy a different dish more. Yeah. There's also a big risk I could enjoy that dish substantially less. Mm. So, you make yeah. a good point. It's a great defense of my friend's mum. <laughs> Thank so, you. So Les well Dennis... I don't. I can't think of much to do with Les Dennis. He's a '90s sort of TV personality. Is that right? In yeah. Okay. Was he Family Fortunes? He didn't really. He's kind of just before our time, I think, John. Okay. Well, his regrets is not hosting more family TV shows. Saturday Night TV. Absolutely. Have you got another movie idea for me? Yeah. Go on. What about this one from Beck? Good morning, Fiat van. Great. It's really actually good. Robin I Williams mean, lives in a van. Oh, that's not bad. I would definitely watch. I mean. We've been through this. We're, we're big. Um, I think he also did do the movie RV, which probably wasn't one of his more successful films. Is that about? I think, uh, I think he's a got truck? a big. Uh, yeah, he drives a recreational vehicle. That's what an RV, it's what an RV isn't it? I think so. Yeah, Robin. It's very Williams. American RV, isn't it? Uh, it's because they got the big open roads, John. RV, a 2006 family comedy starring Robin Williams, Josh Hutcherson, and the singer JoJo. <laughs> JoJo. Yeah. Wow, wow, um, we were. It's got 5.5 on IMDb. It did. See, this is where the criticism of Marvel comes in, right? This film did $90 million at the box office. This film would never, ever exist. It would be like Netflix, you know, dregs this now, wouldn't it? Are we saying that's sad or good? I don't know. <laughs> sad and good? Yeah, it's, I vanilla, don't know. it's vanilla ice cream twice. Bob Mumro and his dysfunctional family. Bob Mumro and his dysfunctional family set out on a road trip to the Colorado Rockies. He decides to rent an RV for the vacation, but things do not go as planned. Like, I'm I'm hooked. Yeah, I mean that is that does sound like Good Morning. No, because Good Morning that's like American RVs are like incredible, aren't they? Like, yeah, I sort of watch those shows. I don't watch them that often. Robert, Robin Williams is like a slapstick courier. It's quite good. 
Yeah, so he's a slapstick courier and he lives in his van. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. That sounds good. It's sort of fun, but it's also sort of taking, raising issues about sort of our consumer lifestyle and the fact that we just order everything off Amazon and other various yes, websites like that. that's it. He works for like an Amazon adjacent, you know, fictional delivery company. What's another forest? Rainforest? No, could you? That is the Amazon, isn't it? Yeah, that's um, the Amazon. The what's, new what's forest. The, the new forest deliveries. The Black Forest. He works for blackforest.org. Nice. I like that. I have to be honest with you. This this didn't actually technically come from Beck. I just saw it on her Twitter feed and then tweeted, we're taking this. And then she liked that tweet. So I think that is approval for us to use it. That's written. That's that's contractually. I mean, she, we, that's watertight, John. She can't come for us. Perfect. Um, you will not be seeing our lawyers. <laughs> what about this one from Stu? Full kettle jacket. I love it. Is it a, now? Is it one big kettle that you stand in as a jacket? Or is it lots of kettles that make up a jacket? Or is it a jacket that pours out hot water? So it looks mm, nominally it looks like, like sort of like a puffer jacket, but it just pours out hot water. Yeah, you're like a really shit Iron Man and you kind of work at Avengers HQ, but basically you're just like a big TM. <laughs> I was going to say, what is the what is the use of this uh, special suit? But yeah, it's... It just gets it's, the other guy's tea. You know, they've just sort of done a battle in Sokovia and afterwards they just need a bit of refreshment and he's there yeah. with a plate of orange slices and tea in his jacket. Yeah. I, I don't it. mind it. I um, don't mind it at all. Or is it like, how would it play out in a war zone? I think it's like a vigilante guy. He he didn't get drafted because he's mad, right? So it's the Vietnam War. They, they're drafting everyone. They didn't draft this guy because he's like a brilliant inventor, lunatic guy. Yeah. And he wants to go and fight. And so he builds what he thinks is like an amazing suit of armor from kettles and goes to Vietnam. Yep. And there you go. That's, it. That's the idea. And then he goes to Vietnam and it all ends terribly. And he sort of shoots hot water at some people yeah. and it's sort of kind of harrowing. Well, the problem is every time he boils, he lets out this incredibly loud whistle and it just le- alerts the enemy <laughs> to wherever they are. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's so hot. He hasn't protected he, he his hasn't skin. Thought, He's burning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There we oh, go. Good stuff. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
What about this one from Martin? Oh, by the way, Martin last week uh, sent us that Bond one. I cannot remember what it was. Oh, Spice World is not enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you made the allegation that he just Googled the plot and copied yep. and pasted it with, you know, and then edited it slightly. And uh, he tweeted us to confirm that is exactly what he did. So congratulations. Good. I look forward to what, I, look, I look forward to hearing Martin's copy and pasting this week, John. No, he's literally just given us a title this time. The Man with Two Bryans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, this ties in, John, with a mistake that we made last week. Oh, yeah. Should we, we talk about it? Yeah. So uh, we, last week, we told the famous story of how a member of the band Five ran himself over after eating too many baked potatoes. And since then, Ab's lawyers have been in touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Rachel. To say... Abs can eat loads of baked potatoes and he's never once run himself over. You're looking for Brian Harvey. From so yeah, E7- to confirm... Is that E17? E17. We were wrong on all fronts. So to confirm, E17's Brian Harvey ran himself over after eating too many baked potatoes. And he's clearly one of the two Brians in the movie, The Man With Two Brians. Oh, Brian Harvey's one of them. Fine. I've just been Googling what Abs has been up to. Uh, and the latest thing I can find is this article from The Sun that says, Five boy band star Abs has got his abs back. So he's put on yes. some weight. Oh, is that why he was called it. Abs? I don't know. What's his name? Uh, his name's Abs Love, apparently. Brian Aberdeen Breen. What? No. He's called Brian. No, he's not. He's called, <laughs> he's called Richard. I think. Why did you said, say Brian? Because he just said Brian, Joel. I'm there tired. can't it's, be it's, that many Brians in British pop music. No. Like all, everyone turns out to be called Brian. Brian Gallagher. We've got Brian May. He's a British pop Brian. Yeah. Brian Eno. He's sort of pop you're doing, you're, doing, you're, you're doing well here brian wilson and a u.s you, pop brian this is it's all off the top of your yeah definitely i definitely didn't just google don't. famous brian's uh <laughs> both of the coxes we've got both of the coxes yeah we've got both of the coxes oh my god pop brian from the 90s mcfadden from westlife shit why is it when was the last time john you ran into a bro i think brian's gone i think it's a you know, with all due respect to everyone called Brian, I think Brian might be a dead name. I think it's up there with Gary and probably Paul. I don't know. Apologies to any Pauls, Garys and Brian's listening. Hang on. How many Brian's are born? We've also, just to, to complete my list, I have Brian Lara, cricketer? Question mark. Yep, he is. Very and good, And Cranston. Chance. Spelt differently, but Cranston counts. Okay. In 2021, there were 1,183 babies, boys named Brian. That seems, feels like quite a lot. Yeah, I'd need some sort of frame of reference, but that does feel higher than I was expecting. So it would mean that if you met 10,000 babies, three of them would be called Brian. It's quite funny to think of a little baby Brian, isn't it? I don't know why. Yeah, there are certain names that sound funny on a baby, I would say. But, you know, that's teach their own. Hang so on, hang the, on, hang on. I'll go away. Okay, there's only, there are only 600 more Joels than there were Brian's. Oh, that's hard, I'd say. Yeah, 1,000. I would have expected substantially more. So that would mean if you met 10,000 babies, there would be only be five Joels. So really, there aren't that many more... Joel's and there are Brian's knocking around. I wonder if John's going as well. I bet, I bet John's going on its way out, isn't it? Uh, if you met 10,000 babies, 22 of them would be named John. 8,130 baby boys and nine girls. So for my sins, I have not seen The Man With Two Brains. And I'm trying to find a synopsis of this film that isn't about 7,000 paragraphs. But for, for a Steve Martin comedy, this seems quite... An intensely potted out film. A brain surgeon marries a femme fatale, causing his life to turn upside down. Things go more awry when he falls in love with a talking brain. Whoa. That sounds like fun. What's IMDb giving it? Oh, 6.4. Probably not one of uh, Steve Martin's finest, I'd say. I've not heard of it really before. Two Bryans. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What are you pairing up? Who are you pairing up, my Bryans? 
Brian Harvey and the Brian from Big Brother. I think because oh. I think because they both might be a bit of a liability, and so this guy has to sort of keep them in check and keep them alive. So you could do the two coxes together. That could be fun. That I saw them fun. on BBC Breakfast together the other day. Yeah, nice. having a fun story about the fact that they both had to check into the same hotel, but it broke the it, hotel oh, system. Oh, so the man could be like the agent of both Brian Coxes. Oh, and his, li- was- his life is chaos because he's constantly sending them to the wrong things. It's like call my agent, but yeah, yeah. I love it. The man with two Brian's, that's really good. And Brian, finally- Cox, Brian Cox Space One turns up on the set of Succession. It, you know, it, it would be great. Does he do the whole series? And no one. Um, yeah, I think, he does, I think he does the full series. I can't imagine Brian Cox, the scientist, saying, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. No. But finally, just. Uh, I'd probably want to also just suggest we put Wilson and Eno together because they could have made some really good music. Could have made some beautiful, sweet, sweet tunes. Hey, John, should we do our own film ideas? Oh, go on. Why not? Would you like my own film ideas? Yeah, go on. Why not? Clive's out. (laughs) Clive Anderson, Clive Barker, Clive Allen and Clive Owen wake up in their ambulanced-in cabin to find Clive Tildesley dead. But who is the murderer? It's a very namey episode. Lots of us discussing people, very famous people with the same names. And last week as well. We'll we'll take a couple of weeks off of just naming famous people with the same first name. I promise. Yeah. Uh, there is nowhere to go with my idea. It's just a lot of Clives in a building. One of the Clives is a killer. It's up to the other Clives to deduce who did it. I would bet big money on the fact that Clive is less popular than any of the names we've discussed today in babies. Oh, mate. In 2021, <laughs> there are only 69 baby boys born named Clive. Nice. Yeah. I mean... That's a dangerous path. If, like, and this is, like, with all due respect in the world and, like, fair play, you call your child whatever you want to call them, that no judgment. If so, if you saw a baby and that you said, what's their name? And they said, the parents said, Clive, would you, would your, would you do a minor involuntary reaction with your face? I just, think you might. Just the shock. I'm not saying, like, it's nice, like, I'm not judging it, but I'd just be, there'd be a brief moment of, that I was not expecting that. What would surprise you the most? I think the maybe the name Roger. <laughs> Roger would be good. For a now, my granddad's Roger. called Roger. It is weird to think of just a little baby Roger. Go yeah. on, Rog. Doesn't work. It's not right. It's weird because some sort of traditional names are sort of coming back, particularly in girls. You've got like Roses and like Matilda and Lily and yep. Florence and stuff like that. But Martin? men's older names. Mm, baby Martin would... But I Marty's... Wouldn't... No, but Marty's quite cool. Little baby Marty. That works. What On, on the subject of names we've discussed today... Les, what is Les? Is that Leslie? Is that a male Leslie? Yeah, I think you'd be. I don't think you'd see many Leslies nowadays. There, there's quite a lot of fe- there's quite a lot of female Leslies. Only thirty three boys. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, right. So these Clives, I think this is sort of indicating the ages because they're like pretty old. All of these Clives, apart from Owen. Did you have Owen? Was Owen in there? Of course, Clive Owen was in there. Yeah, he's probably the youngest Clive. The Who's youngest the youngest Clive? He's 58. Who's the youngest famous Clive. He's 58? Yeah. There you go. Would you like my idea? I'd love it. Mullet train. Brad Pitt fights his way through a train <laughs> of assassins. They all have mullets. Great. You just re-edit the film. Just They've all got mullets. Just, just stick a mullet on all of them. I love it. They, it's got sort of like a... I haven't seen it uh, for my sins, but it's got like sort of a, a neon-y aesthetic. I think uh, mullets would have actually fitted in quite well. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Does the train, train itself have a mullet? Of course. Good. Good. It's just nice to confirm that. And the back of every seat has a little mullet hanging off it as well. <laughs> it's just covered in mullets. It's a, it's a pre-cut. And then maybe Brad reveals that he goes assassinating all these. So they're off to a mullet assassin convention. Of course. As we all know, the famous. 
And he reveals that he pulls off the mullet at the end. It's a wig. His one is <gasps> a wig. He was nice. a faker. And he was just there to kill all the mullet assassins. Perfect. There wasn't even a mullet assassin convention. Everyone knows oh, that. They were just all tickets. tricked. Oh, no. The mullet's oh, yeah. really fashionable now. It, at my, oh, at my God, lower really? ends, I've considered it. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think I'd suit, suit a mullet? Maybe not. Yeah. I think much like growing a beard, though, it's the in-between bit. When yeah. you've got like half a mullet. I think so. Half a mullet. That's a real... You have to have a lot of self-confidence to pull off half a mullet. You do. My, my, my son currently is sort of rocking a bit of a mullet because that's sort of just the way hair grows. He, he, uh, but he is pretty confident, so that makes he's sense. He's very confident, man. We went to the park the other day and there was another kid in the sand area and uh, he just ran over and went, ah! And then the kid just <laughs> ran away. <laughs> he was ex- my son was excited, yeah. but the kid just was like, no, and just no ran away. No way. So. <laughs> He also he also tried to join this podcast. Um, th- this was before we started recording, but he tried to. Um, it was a bit like that that BBC that moment on the BBC where the it's kid storms in. Yeah, and and we the Zoom call was perfectly framed so Joel could see him stumbling towards the camera. Yeah, um, it was brilliant. So that was a real joy. Anyway, John, go on. Which is What's your favourite film of all the films? Oh, of all the films, my favourite film is. It's not going to be Good, Good Morning Fiat Van because that technically wasn't officially submitted. Mm. Full Kettle Jacket, I do like a lot. Yeah. And we need to, on the Full Kettle Jacket, we do need to leave because there is an impenetrable whistle approaching the podcast <laughs> that no one wants to hear. Hey, well done, John. Hello, Joel. How are you doing? How's um, football treating you? Lots of it going on. There's been so much of it, John. I don't know if you've if you've noticed, but there's football all the time, all day, every day. It's um, uh, very strange. It is a I lot. D- Four games a day is a lot. It's also just like I know we discussed it last time. It's just an odd time. It's, we're currently recording this on the 27th of November, and there's you're going to a Christmas market today, John, and I'm yeah. going to watch the World Cup. Strange. And we'll both be being international in some way because I will be consuming a bratwurst. So and Germany are playing today. Ah, oh, there so you go. So, in a way, we're kindred spirits. That's in good honor, stuff. In honour of them. Anything John, you've seen, anything you've done, anything John, you've done. John, there's about? a story I have to tell you that you're oh, excited God, yeah. for me to tell you. Joel jo started telling a story in a group WhatsApp and I refused to, uh, con- to sort of engage with it because I wanted to hear it on the podcast. Yeah. So, uh, the other night I went to an audio industry awards thing, like a swanky any, awards thing. Any, any silverware for Joel? Any bronzeware uh, for the man? A scooped up bronze sports producer. So, for those of you listening, I'm the third best sports producer that entered those awards. So, hey! you're, wel- you're welcome. <laughs> and went there. There was a little after party there, which ended, I would say, too early. It ended at half past 10. And people mm. still fancied a drink. Of course. They wanted to, you know, end the night with a nightcap. So, we went to a pub nearby to where the awards were. And the pub was kind of weird. It felt a little bit loose and lawless and there was no security and it was full of students it was like a relatively nice pub it's quite strange anyway we found a table and we sat having our pints having chats having a nice time and then two men spilled out of the toilet fighting like cartoon fighting like you could only see limbs like sticking out from the fight amazing and that was quite exciting and then violence is not condoned but but hilarious yeah it was great fun and then Difficult to work out what, how it had been initiated or what was going on. And then we were just hit by this smell, a really bad smell. And I couldn't work out whether it was because the toilet door had opened or if someone had been sick. But there was just a bad smell in the air that hadn't been there before these two boys started fighting in the 
bar area. As mentioned, there's no security, so they're able to fight for quite a long time. As people sort of break the fight up, one of the guys just says, he's just thrown shit on me. Fucking hell. <laughs> right? Weird. So the, the guy he's accusing of throwing shit leaves. I mean, obviously, you can't, you can't, hang, you can't hang around a pub after you've thrown <laughs> poo on someone, can you? I, I just don't think... You can't just go rejoin your table. Like, All right, sorry about that, lads. Yeah. And then, again, because there's no security, the guy who was on the end of the poo kept coming back into the pub because he was really angry. Well, and he, just oh, he to, would be. He just wanted to fight anyone. He, oh, wanted yeah, to fight, okay. he wanted to fight the world. So it's all a bit weird. But he just, all he would say was, he threw his shit on me. So uh, it sort of transpires. What happened is, this guy pooed into his own hands and threw it on a man's back. Fucking Which is that mad, is. right? Isn't that insane? I've been, like, I've been in a million pubs. I've never seen anything like that in my life. That is absolutely It's crazy. Grim. It's wild. Absolutely wild. Like, the maddest thing. I mean, so it's I, just... I, I, I'd love to have more context. I'd love to know, did they meet in the toilets? Exactly. Surely, surely it wasn't a random poo attack. Because it makes me think, could it have been any of us? <laughs> well, it, well, judging by the fact that the guy was then sort of ready to fight anyone, it sort of suggests there was some... I think there must have been some beef. Some aggression from that And he thought the best guy. way to quash this beef is if I poo into my hands... And throw it at him. And like, I still can't, like, were they already in the toilet or were they, or, you know, like, sometimes it's like, let's take this outside. Were they like, let's take this to the toilet? Oh, uh, it felt like they met in the toilet. But there one you go. time, one time as a student, I, I was not involved in this. There was like, a friend of mine was, was, was in a bit of an aggressive vibe and so, like a local at the pub. We were students and it was like a bit more of a locals pub than a student pub. There was like some clear animosity going on. And then it all sort of kept just like the tension kept rising to the point where this guy from this local guy and my friend like were face to face going, do you wow. want to take this outside? Do you want to take this outside? And they both went outside and shook hands and just left it. They were just like, he just wanted to see whether the, my friend was willing was to go and fight him. He was him. Yeah. Him. Wow. And that was it. Just really bizarre. No actual violence took place. It was, it was Who, sort of. But which one of them threw the poo? <laughs> Child of interest. Oh dear. Well, I'm so sorry if you're uh, listening to this at any sort of food consuming time. Mm, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And don't throw, oh, don't throw poo would be my advice. Our just listeners don't need to hear that. They don't need to know that. No, just I, we, no one we that listens to this podcast has ever done it. Throwing a poo. If you've listened to this podcast and thrown a poo, let us know and then stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Um, hey, well done, John. Enjoy your breakfast. Enjoy your football. See you later. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea Tell your friends that you like the show Follow us on social media Then you'll be the best listener